welcome back to the Mega Bros Podcast. And Danny, today we are going to go ahead and talk about what is my personal favorite holiday, and that's Christmas. You know, there's a lot of great stuff during that happens during Christmas, and I, for one, love getting presents. I also love giving presents. Like, I'm not a complete asshole, but, you know, getting presents is really the highlight of the day for me. Yeah, Donnie, you're right about that. Uh, Christmas is pretty much about presents, whether you like giving them or receiving them. That's pretty much the big thing about it. And in this episode tonight, we're going to talk about some of our favorite gifts that we've gotten over the years. So many good gifts, really. You know, I mean, and going back to the old early childhood stuff, you know, action figures were always a big thing. And for me, like the the best ones for my whole childhood and, and everything that that entailed, definitely Transformers. You know, they robots that turn into trucks, cars, tanks, helicopters dinosaurs at some point you know i mean the list goes on they're just just awesome toys oh i i love transformers so much i mean i still remember the year that i got my optimus prime and you know we had the the trailer that came with it and himself and i mean i had that forever it was just one of my favorite toys of all time and and that was before i even knew that any kind of cartoon existed for it i just had this truck that turned into a robot and it was amazing to me one of the things that always cracks me up you know like people these days like want to complain about like disney putting out toys for everything or you know all these corporate tie-ins here and there and they forget that in the 80s we had people literally just make up tv shows so they could sell toys and and i'm i'm there for that i mean you want to give me a good show with a good toy that goes with it i'll buy it <laughs> i mean i had at least three or four transformers so it obviously worked yeah i was uh I, I, there was a, there was a time when I had just about every Beast Wars imaginable. That was like that's what I got into it with a really like big at the uh, in my later childhood. And and even if we're saying on the the you know action figure thing, I had a couple uh, uh, Crash Dummies. It wasn't quite as big as you know the Transformers, but it was still you know pretty fun for me. No, those things were everywhere for a little bit, and, you know, it was cool because, you know, they'd they'd fly apart, obviously, which was kind of the whole point, I guess, when you think about it, but... And for anyone who had a younger sibling, I mean, that was also a no-no because they would try to eat them, but also a good excuse (laughs) to get away from them because if you wanted to play with your toy, sorry, Mom, little brother can't be in here with me. You know, I feel like half the struggle of having great toys at Christmas time was really just trying to figure out how do I keep my little brother away from this shit? Yeah, it was always the biggest game, and for a lot of you out there that probably know, the unplugged controller was a great way to say, hey, look, you're the bad guy, so go ahead. Yeah, my brother took control of an awful lot of uh, awful lot of Koopa Troopers in his lifetime, that's for sure. It really is amazing how often they fall for that one. Works every time. But, you know, when we talk about action figures, too, and also just to point out, the Crash Test Dummies definitely did have a TV show there for a minute, too. Oh, yeah, they have presented my personal like the other favorite for me and i like i still go back and forth uh, on this one but between this one and transformers but really power rangers the absolute biggest thing in my life for a pretty a couple of years really in my my younger my younger years oh i love the power rangers and and i like even thinking back to it talking about the tv show when uh the green ranger was bad and turned out to be good and then he turned to the white ranger it was just so much emotion going on for a young child but the toys themselves, and I'm sure you got the same one, that little action figure where you press the button in the middle of his chest and he flips his head from a, you know, someone with a helmet to someone without a helmet. Oh my god. I mean, that was the one. That, that was the one. 
I had all of those, and for some reason, too, one time, like, I'll never forget this, I, for some reason, I had a shitload of modeling clay when I was a kid, I don't know why, I, I have never been any, like, any sort of artist at all, like, just, it's just not my thing, I, I can't do it, I don't know why, but, like, <laughs> for some reason, I would sit there and I would make, like, new, like, armor and weapons for them out of the clay, and of course, like, because that was a terrible idea, it would get all in, like, all of, like, the joints and shit, and that you wouldn't be able to move them, you have to go through and, like, clean them out, and, like, and to go through with, like, a, like, a little, like, butter knife type of thing, just, like, scrape them out, it, it was, it was the dumbest thing, but at the time, I thought it was so cool. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of toys that didn't mix well together, and I, I think action figures and modeling clay were probably the top two that didn't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, and, you know, staying with the action figure theme, the only other one that really, like, did it for me that I was spending a lot of time on, and, and probably my parents' money, realistically, uh, Ninja Turtles. Like, that was that was another thing growing up that was just absolutely awesome. And we didn't have as many Ninja Turtles, but I, I did have a few myself. I mean, again, talking about the TV show, such a classic. You watch the show once, and you want to have, you know, whatever you can on that one. Yeah, it was just, it was just a great show, and... You know, it's cool for me, too, because now, like, for some reason, out of nowhere, about, like, this time last year, my daughter got really into um, <laughs> Ninja Turtles <laughs> and, at, like, three and a half. So, you know, it was on Hulu, and she saw it. She's like, Daddy, let's watch that. I'm like, well, all right, then. I didn't even have to encourage this. <laughs> I would say that's a parenting win. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I count that as one of the uh, bigger battles of my parenting career. To, to kind of transition away from... Uh action figures a little bit but more one that was huge growing up for us was beanie babies and i i just think if you're a kid in the 90s you probably had at least 30 or 40 of them it's true i mean those those things were just absolute uh, they were just absolutely the biggest thing for around for a while everybody had them girls boys parents kids um you know it, it's just impossible to not know about them and to not be aware of like the cultural craze that it was like I, I mean everybody was trying to collect them because they're like these are gonna be worth so much money <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna mention if you were the same as me uh you know you started off and you just got a bunch of them and you just play with them and you rip the tags off but that's when you realized no you don't rip those tags off and <laughs> for some reason we stopped doing that and we thought we'd be you know investing a million dollars i don't know about you but I have about 30 or 40 Beanie Babies in a trash bag in my parents' basement that are probably worth shit right now. I think at some point we just dumped them. I'm not even sure that we ever actually sold them. I mean, they were certainly fun, and I can think back to all the times that we would go on any kind of car trip or go anywhere, and we had to find a place that sold Beanie Babies. And it was that good, heavy medium between... Um, so I grew up in a family with two boys and two girls, and both the boys and the girls want a Beanie Baby so if there was one thing to shut the four of us up it was those <laughs> I think I still have like one or two that probably like ended up in a box somewhere but it, yeah there for a little while there it was you know like that's what kept us you know in line my mom would be like okay you know if if you do this or do that we can get a Beanie Baby later on and it's like oh all right but it, it, this was before like they figured out like all of the different ways to monetize stuff like that you know it's not like today where like there's going to be like collector's editions and limited releases and you know regional variants and shit and like there were a few like rare ones and that's what everybody thought was going to happen it was like if, at some point all of these are going to be rare and no if no, they had be it just didn't work out if they had be me beanie babies nowadays 
you would definitely get a free code that you have to enter into some website and then you would play with them virtually and you would get you know collector's item for this and that i mean i think it'd be a much different thing than it was now I mean, sitting here and saying it, it's like, you know, how the hell have they not done that? But, you know, let's let's not give corporate America any further ideas. No, no, they have plenty. Turning into fucking Beanie Baby loot boxes. Oh, gee, don't even say those words. I, I, I feel dirty. But if I can go back to the 90s for a second, a different type of toy that I really enjoyed was Pogs. Remember those little cardboard Pogs. circles? Pogs. Son of a bitch. I mean, <laughs> I remember me and my cousin used to every... You know, every time we hung up, we'd have to go get a bunch of pogs. You know, you'd have cylinders and cylinders of pogs. And why? <laughs> when you look back at them, why did anyone have pogs? <laughs> I, they were... I I don't know. Like, that's just one of those things where, like, even at the time, like, these are so dumb. Why do I want, like, 80 of them at, at a time? <laughs> we Like, we even knew how to play with them. And, you know, you do the stupid the slammers and you, you hit them and you everything that's upside down you keep. But if you were, like, any kid, of course you're not going to give away anything that you own. So even when you lose the game, you take them back. <laughs> it was just kind of pointless. I mean, first of all, the fact that any game involves a piece called a slammer is the most 90s thing ever. Like, let's let's be realistic here. And, and to, <laughs> to really top it off, I had a Beavis Butthead Slammer. So, I mean, what, what more could you possibly ask for in the 90s? That's pretty dope, actually. It, it kind of was pretty badass. I feel like they were associated with MTV a lot. Like there, I definitely had like a bunch of like M MTV like branded pogs. I know, I know, and like the back of my mind when I think about them, those are like the first two things I think of: the MTV logo and Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, but that's also like kind of the whole point here. Like in the '90s, MTV was literally the coolest thing possible. Like because I mostly because I wasn't allowed to watch it because Beavis and Butthead was on it. Oh, 100%. I mean, if in your parents' eyes, you could just accidentally turn on there and there's Beavis and Butthead doing. What? I don't know. What was bad in the 90s? Because it's not bad now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was like, oh, shut up. Was, <laughs> that For some reason, like, I think it was, I think shut up was a bad word in my house as a kid. Oh, so. Yeah. Can you, <laughs> to go on a sidebar, can you imagine Beefs and Bited coming out now? Like, it's so tame. It'd probably be on, like, Nick Jr. <laughs> <laughs> See, that actually reminds me, like, by, uh, you know, I, I started getting into Family Guy, like, uh, as, you know, later on in my in my childhood slash early teen years and of course i found it hilarious because it's hilarious but like my mom my mom always hated that i would watch it she like wouldn't let me watch it if she was home because for some reason whenever my mom walked into the room peter was always naked like, it doesn't matter what the episode was about it doesn't matter like what time of day it was like <laughs> she would always walk in exactly when he was naked for some reason <laughs> that's always the worst timing parents have a great way of doing that it, 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 it's just I don't even know how it's possible but there it is they found a way it's unbelievable <laughs> but it's alright though because eventually we all put our pogs away and you know instead we all ask for fucking Tamagotchis <laughs> oh Tamagotchis oh my god like that w that was another one like oh my god it poops that's like a selling point of this toy was that the, the little like computer chicken thing poops and it was very important that you cleared that poop right after because you didn't you didn't really really want your poor tamagotchi to die from poop exhaustion was it exhaustion or was it poop i i don't remember but it, it would die often yeah i i remember trying to get my mom to take care of them while i was in school and and that didn't work again being in a family of four i mean it just she probably wasn't going to do it for a family of one but let alone having three other kids to do it for her 
I was gonna say, I mean, I definitely asked my parents to take care of her one time, and it, it, it died quickly. So, and I only had half as many siblings as you. Yeah, if you trusted your parents to raise your Tamagotchi, they're dead. Multiple times. Very dead. Yep, very, very dead. I feel obligated to bring up, since we're talking about Tamagotchis, I did not have one of these, but if we're going to talk about big Christmas gifts, we have to talk about them. Furbies. Furbies, yeah, they... That was at like the tail end of my childhood when like I didn't really I wasn't I was too big for toys you know but they were definitely all around me because at the time my mom was running a daycare I think still the 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 entire nineties a very fuzzy period for me yeah those ones I remember because I you're right I it was right on the edge of me actually wanting one I I knew that I was old enough to say absolutely not but I also remember people in my class at the time being very excited about them and. And one girl telling me she had three or four of them. Like, why? You don't need one. Why do you having three? <laughs> three or four Furbies? Like, did they fucking talk to each other at that point? I, like, I don't even think they did. I don't. I don't get that. I mean, again, Furby was beyond me. I didn't. I didn't want one of those. But it was such a massive thing. It was. They were everywhere for a minute too. They're kind of creepy when you really like stop thinking about them. Yeah. Like, no thanks. You ever see like uh, you ever see on like Reddit or like anywhere else where like they just like unearth old Furbies? Yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's hard to sleep on those nights. Yeah. That that is some horror movie stuff right there. Yeah. No. No thanks. Who'd have thought that that's what they turn into? <laughs> but you know, f- talking about Furbies kind of brings me to. I mean, we're talking about when we're talking about Christmas gifts. We're talking about the elephant in the room, and that is Pokemon stuff in general. I mean, that even to this day, if I get Pokemon stuff for Christmas, I'm happy. I love getting Pokemon stuff. I, I mean, as I'm sitting here, I have a Charmander doll sitting there next to me. I, I anything Pokemon is a win for me. Yeah, but for for me, I mean, like there were a couple of big like besides just the video games, which we'll get to get into a little bit. I mean, first of all, the Pokemon Pokedex, like the actual physical like device that you could hold and it would tell you what every pokemon was that was absolute genius on nintendo's part like i I, whoever licensed that deserves many more raises because that thing was amazing yeah that was that was one toy that i never had and i really wanted one so badly and like i even think now as an adult in 2020 i would really love someone to make one that exists today with you know 2020 technology they could absolutely make a 2020 Pokedex that, like, you know, included all of the relevant information and, like, was updatable. Like, you could just, like, download an update and then it would keep, uh, it would keep on keeping on with with each new generation, too. So, I, if they made that, I would buy it. And I would say it was for my daughter, but I would buy it for me. Oh, it's definitely for you. And not to go too much on a tangent on this one. But if they did the augmented reality thing, you just pull it out and there's like an Oddish sitting in your front yard. Come on, how badass is that? I I, I would honestly lose my stuff. Just lose it completely. Yep. Uh, that, again, that's one where you pretend it's for your daughter, but we all know who it's really for. Yeah, the, yeah. that squealing noise you hear, it was me. Oh yeah, yep. You can hear it a mile away. But, you know, we are adults and I, I will talk about the one adult gift that we did bring up before, but it's it's an awesome one. It's an air fryer. Dude, I love my air fryer with every fiber of my being. First of all, anything that you would normally microwave, you put it in the air fryer, it comes out better. Like chicken nuggets, better. Mozzarella sticks, better. Breakfast sausages, better. Like, cooks them perfectly, 
cooks them without like making too much of a mess like really it's just like you wipe down the freaking basket and then it's done like i if you told me donnie you have to get rid of your oven and you can only use your air fryer i would say okay yeah i I, i've cooked so many things in there from like snacks to dinner i mean like you mentioned all the all the snacks that you could have all those frozen foods that you could have and they taste fine in the microwave but they taste better in the air fryer you don't have to heat up the oven it's not gonna take 20 minutes you throw them in there it's done but even things like leftover pizza it's not as fun to heat up one or two slices at a time but it's worth it because it gets that crunch that you have like from that first night the air fryer is just a great great gift I love it too. I love it, and and you know, I mean, you brought up what brought up when we were talking about this too. You know, kind of a analog to that too is the uh, the instant pot. You know, you hear a lot of good things about that. I love my instant pot. I cook so many meals in that. It's if you have a crock pot and you can slow cook things, like that's pretty good. But it's it's almost like that on steroids, so to speak, because you just get that you know that pressure cooker stuff. And there's so many meals that you would either not try to make on the stovetop or whatnot or if you have you know frozen chicken or something in the in the freezer that you didn't get to thaw you can just throw it right in there and it'll cook it it's if i can just adult out on this for big time here it's a really good addition to the kitchen wow wow that was the most grown-up thing i've ever heard you say in your entire life it really hurt you know after we just talked about pogs and pokemon and tamagotchis and all that and here we are talking about air fryers and kitchen appliances i mean yeah like that's terrible but at the same time like i love my air fryer and honestly if i got an instant pot for christmas i'd be i'd be pretty okay with that too i mean i didn't even want to start talking about the lawnmower i got over the summer because that wasn't a christmas gift but i love it i almost asked my wife for a snowblower for christmas oh, this year, so i get it what have we become we have become adults but it, hold on let me save us because one of our more recent Christmas gifts I think we both have in common, a Nintendo Switch. Yes. Video game systems in general, I mean, like, we could go down the list. Everybody knows about the N64 kid meme. I don't know about you, I've, like, I've gotten, I think the last, like, I got a Switch for Christmas last year, and that was really cool, because I wasn't expecting it. Um, but just that sense of like adventure that you get in like trying a new system and new games and usually it's stuff that like you know it's been out for a little bit so you're excited about it because you're like there's this new stuff and there's all these cool things but like last year like when i got the switch um you know i just ended up playing the absolute crap out of breath of the wild for god like weeks really at that point like it was and 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 you know before that it was all kinds of things i mean like for you know like i got a gamecube for christmas one year and then it ended up spending I, I probably my entire christmas vacation that year playing the shit out of metroid prime a, a console just hits different on christmas i mean I, i've you know i've bought in some consoles when they've come out i've gotten some for my birthday but it's just something about opening it on christmas and just knowing you have all day to play it and it's just even though it goes quick that one day just feels like forever they're just they're just so much better to get and the nintendo switch for me i you know i had the same thing i got that and breath of the wild i played them forever it was just such a great gift and every console i can think back to my n64 my sega genesis like every every time i got one for christmas it was the most exciting gift i ever got yeah video game consoles really in general are, are like the peak and you know 
not to say no i mean obviously there's different ways to get consoles and like like for me personally as a kid like i had actually saved up my money to buy my n64 personally um right around my birthday believe it or not and but like one of one of my biggest highlights as a kid was getting ocarina of time for christmas and again playing the absolute crap of it like the video games themselves are obviously just as important as the consoles and you know, it's just always great when you get something that, like you've wanted for a little bit, or a game that you know is going to come out soon, and you you know open it up on Christmas, and you're like, this this is all I've wanted, and you know then 12 hours later, you're like, oh crap, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, that was always the worst realization of when Christmas is over. Yeah, and some of my best video game marathons always took place on Christmas. I mean, I don't know what it is about that day. It it, it feels like it could be 20 hours long, but you know, you you, you get your new game and you just keep playing forever, and like I said, in my mind, those were always the longest days. I don't know what it was about them. No, they absolutely were. I mean, you would just like sit there and play video games forever, and just I don't know. To me, like that's what Christmas was about was just like being able to, you know, give and receive gifts. Like I don't know. Like like I, I mean, we're we're not actually terrible people. Like we like I enjoy giving gifts as much as I do receiving them, and, and like I've always loved like you know that that chance when you get like someone the perfect gift like for me like the one i can remember is like one year i came home from college and you know like i just for whatever reason like i had thought to myself you know what i bet my mom would really like this coat like and 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 bought a coat like i I, man i don't know how to shop for clothes i mean i I wear shorts 90 percent of the year like (laughs) i shouldn't be trusted with any sort of how would you know decisions (laughs) exactly but, uh, I, yeah, I haven't worn a coat since about, like, you know, 1998, really, at this point. But, um, you know, and it was just one of those things where, like, it just, like, hit perfectly. Like, my mom absolutely loved it. She had wanted something exactly like that, and, like, nobody had even told me. And I was just like, fuck yeah, that's what's up. So, you know, I mean, to me, like, playing a game, like, or, or playing with the system or playing with your toys, like, all day like that, like, just really... It was also a way to just show other people, like, you know, I really appreciate what you did for me. And for me, uh, you know, last Christmas I got my fiance. Uh, um, so we had we got a dog like two months before Christmas that year. And you know, fast forward, she's obsessed with them. So of, of course, like any gift now, you know, at the time looks a lot better. But I got her this little glass ornament that had a picture of him, like one of the first pictures we ever took of him. And it was the gift that kept on giving because at the time she loved to get it. And then you know, next this year. Uh, when we took it out of the packaging and hung it up on the, the tree for the first time, it was like a like giving it to her all over again. She's like, "Oh, I forgot we got this." So it was, you know, it, just a little thing. It wasn't very much, but um, you know, it, it is just as fun to give the perfect gift when you do think of it. Yeah, like I said, we're not terrible people. We re- we really do. We we like Christmas for the right reasons, but also for video games. Oh, 100 percent video games. I, I'm like an air fryer. An air fryer. Oh my god. <laughs> if I had an air fryer back then. Oh my god, can you imagine if we had air fryers in college on raid night? Oh Jesus, I would have made so many pizza rolls. <laughs> Real, like, honestly, pizza rolls, if you're going to get an air fryer, that's the best reason to get one. Yep. I, that, like, any sort of, like, chicken tenders or chicken nuggets. Oh, I mean, like, here, so here's the thing. Like, I, like, last night, I'll tell you, like, we we got Burger King, okay? And they had, like, a sale on, like, on the spicy nuggets if, you, if you're buying, like, a meal. So I was like, okay, whatever. Well, you know, we get through our meals, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not really feeling the spicy nuggets right now. I'm kind of full. So I put them in the fridge, and then a couple hours later, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to air fry those Burger King nugs. Dan, let me tell you, like, they came out perfectly. It was like the king himself had just dropped them in my lap. Oh, I bet they were awesome. 
Yeah. And also, like, you know, slightly off topic here, Burger King spicy nuggets might actually be better better than Wendy's. Really? Like, those no. are really good. Like, they're regular nuggets, nothing to write home about, but sure. their spicy nuggets are on point. I do love a good spicy nugget. And, and for a while, I mean, until you're telling me this news is going to shock my system, I always thought Wendy's are the best. I mean, Wendy's is really good, too. Like, like, spicy nuggets in general, even McDonald's spicy nuggets are actually not half bad. You'd expect them to screw that up, because usually, like, spicy is just not their thing. But No, that's really not. But, I mean, that's what the world wants. Give us a good spicy nug. Yeah, you cannot go wrong with spicy nugs. No, certainly not. Well, I mean, I think that's that's pretty much all the awesome stuff you can get for Christmas. I mean, like, you know, nobody nobody's out here giving us, like, you know, cars or anything like that. Uh, so. No, unfortunately not. I mean, you all see those commercials, but... Uh... I, there's no car sitting in my in my driveway with a bow. No, and if there was, I would make fun of you for it. Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't want one. I, I, give me a video game. Yeah, I, I can do a lot more with a video game than a freaking car. Oh yeah. Like, what are we gonna do? Drive places? <laughs> no, not no, not in the COVID times. Give me a give me the system. Well, anyway, this has been a, this has been another episode of the Mega Bros Podcast, and uh, I'm Donnie, and I'm Danny. Yeah, we want to wish you all some Merry Christmas, but, you know, Happy Holidays as well. Yes, Happy Holidays.